right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here on the Chuck and Ruck Show. I am your host, Chuck. Today, we have a very special episode. We have legendary boxing trainer and coach, Mr. Gabriel Dorch. Um, he started um, Pritchard, Pritchard Boxing Academy in Southern Alabama back in 2004. Since then, he has worked with numerous amounts of youth, male and female, um, helping them to get off of the streets and go down a positive path in life. He has also worked with some of the biggest names in boxing, including Mr. Uh, former world heavyweight champion Deontay Wilder and also Roy Jones Jr. So just um, give him a round of applause and um, thank you for joining us today. How you doing, Mr. Dorch? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, um, I thank for having me. Uh, it's human out here. I'm, out, I'm under my I'm under my garage. Get some of this fresh air. Now the wind is blowing a little bit now. So, but I'm getting ready for training. Um, you know, I have another gym in Daphne, and so I'm getting ready to go over there in a few hours to train my evening class. Oh, okay. How is you? How, how is you shall I say? How are you doing? Oh, oh, I'm I'm good, man. You know, we just um uh, just chilling up here, d- dealing with this little heat wave. You know, it ain't nothing like down there, but you know, yeah. it's <laughs> it's a little warm. <laughs> I get that. I definitely get that, my man. Well, shoot away, brother. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, the the first thing is um want to know just speak a little bit how you started the Pritchard Boxing Academy and, and what made you want to focus, you know, on, on helping the youth and, you know, why do you feel that it is um, your responsibility to do so? Well, to be honest with you, I always been a person that I knew living in Pritchard, right? I knew as a young man, as a boy, that it could be better, okay? And once I retired from my job uh, from injury, I wanted to get into something. Matter of fact, let me back up a little bit. It was at the end course of my last job, and uh, I ran for politics in 2004. I ran in District 5 and uh, came in second to the incumbent. So after that, I took over the Pritchard branch in NAACP. Uh, was president of that, got the members over 50 that's required by the national office. And um, everything just, to me, wasn't moving fast enough. And what I wanted to really get into was something that I'm passionate about. To be honest with you, politics is not my passion, you know, but sometimes you have to get involved in it to kind of do change. Now you can't make change from the outside, but you also need that inside influence as well. And so uh, after the politics thing and the NAACP thing, I wanted to be a part of it, but it still wasn't a passion. And so at that point, when I knew my active boxing career was over being in the ring because of the fact I wasn't training properly, I said, you know, this, uh, Let's start Pritchard Boxing Academy. Actually, you know, it was an idea of somebody else, and I kind of squabbled on it. And as I got into it, the coaching side, I fell in love with it. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah. um, that that's an interesting story. 
Um, for those of you that don't know, I um, I met Mr. Dorch back in 2018 when um, when I was running for political office in Alabama State District 99. And, um, you know, I still have that video we did. My, my wife still talk about how long we we talked. You know, it was over an hour, um, probably closer to two, but we were discussing some things going on in the community that we would um, we would like change, you know, and, you know, I just want to thank you for for taking that time because, you know, I was a newcomer, but it didn't matter to you. You know, you saw that I wanted to actually do good. And, you know, you you took time, you know, away from doing what you were doing as far as training, you know, to have that conversation with me. So, you know, I still I still appreciate it. And, uh, you know, here we are today, you know, doing it again. <laughs> hey, much love, brother. You know, just keep doing what you're doing. I'm a very positive person. Uh, Sometimes people take, when you're honest and blunt and truthful, they take it as negative. And they will try to really shut you down if you're speaking the truth. But I believe that we are here to, to do God's will, and God's will is to be truthful, if people like it or not. You see what I'm saying? saying? And so uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I definitely appreciate the um, appreciate the words of encouragement. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to keep you too long because I know you said you got some things to do. But um, I do got to get your opinion on – on the state of boxing right now, like it's a, it's a, it's a lot going on. Um, you know, a lot of big fights in the works that, you know, that are rumored to be happening. Um, the first one to come to mind is, um, is Terrence Crawford and, um, Errol Spence. You also got, um, Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia. And we also, um, we want to see um, see what Deontay Wilder does. You know, I know he uh, he had a last rough couple fights, but you know we we are pulling for him and we want to see him get back in the ring. I mean, he's an exciting fighter. Every time he get in the ring, you know he's gonna put on a show. So you know, just uh, you know, let let me know your opinion if you think them fights gonna happen, and if they do, you know, if you can give us a little prediction, you know that that'd be awesome. Well. Uh... Before, let's go to the Terrence Crawford, Ariel Spence. Of course, what's holding the fight up is money. And um, first of all, boxing is well alive, okay? I actually did a video uh, at a tournament. Big thanks to uh, my uh, producer, Mike Marlowe. But we did a video in Biloxi, okay? And the kids came over from all over, and it, and the name of that document, small document, video, whatever you want to call it, was called Is Boxing Dead? I left the opinion to the people. But if they paid attention to the video, they'll see boxing is not dead. Okay? So I want to kind of shut down the naysayers. You see what I'm saying? Boxing, for, for the moment, uh, uh, Mr. Tarver is, uh, is the hardest sport in the world. I've always preached that. It's the hardest sport in the world. But you still got these people from all over the world that's is doing it. Just because boxing is not in 
your community or your state or your city doesn't mean it's dead. You see what I'm saying? Because you think about it, you got people like the uh, Paul brothers, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, who are YouTubers making millions of dollars off of it. People just want entertainment. People come for a good fight. People want entertainment. Um, I think all those fights gonna happen. One of the biggest things that's hurting these high fighters from happening, uh, fights for happening, is the fact of side streaming. Because now promoters, people are able to side stream or piracy to see these fights. So they can't really, they don't really want a chance to guarantee money because they'll guarantee a fight or say, man, we're going to guarantee you $20 million. That's on the promoter. We're guaranteeing that. But they're hoping they get at $8 a pop another million in pay-per-view buys. But when you got the policy on the side, because before you really couldn't do that, right? You really couldn't, you know, you know, you really can look at the fight for free. If you had, if you wanted to watch the fight, you had to go to a friend's house and it was through, sticking through the cable, the box, or you're going to get it yourself. But now, since they're streaming and they did it to themselves with the zone and started doing these apps, you got geniuses out there. That's what they do. They tap into your pie. You see what I'm saying? And so the fact that the promoters and the, the words of the side streaming, uh, the privacy is going on. It's kind of hard to make these fights happen. And also, most fighters don't want 50 50. Somebody's gonna feel like they're on the A side, so they feel I'm the A fighter. I should get at least 60. And then you got the B fighter, but like, hey man, I'm not saying I'm an A fighter too, you know what I mean? Because Ariel Spence thinks that he's just as big a star as Terrence Crawford and Terrence quite vice versa because you're really looking at. Not size-wise, but when you're talking about just in that weight class, I think about more so like the Sugar Ray than Thomas Hearn or the Sugar Ray and Roberto Duran because that's what I'm looking at when I see that fight. Now, I don't make public predictions on fights. I, I really don't because I got love for uh, both of them. I got love for fighters, but I got love for both of them. But um, the fight's going to happen because the money is, is there. Once the money and people is pleased, and they may say, hey, if you overweight, you got to pay me a million dollars a pound. That do happen. You know what I mean? And so um, the fight is going to happen. But to fast forward, um, you got Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. That fight could go in a way. They're both good fighters. Again, you're going to go through the same prolonging of the money. Boxing's a dangerous sport. You could die in there. And you no, know, but some people may feel that athletes is overpaid. But I'm tell you, boxers, they are not overpaid. And then some at the lower level not paid enough because it's extremely dangerous. But um, that fight go in the way. Deontay Wilder, he'll come back. He's definitely a exciting fighter. Um, big right hand. I'm be my I'm be my true honest with you, and I hope that uh he don't feel a certain kind of way. I really felt that he should have kept Mark Breeland. You see what I'm saying? Uh it's some other people in his camp he could have got rid of. But you want somebody that's gonna be honest with you. Mark is not a yes man, and having yes people in your corner is very dangerous. Because 
you can get killed and they don't know how to save you from you. You got to understand, these are warriors. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you got to have people in your corner that can save you from you with not being afraid and, being, and hoping and not to piss you off that you're going to find. They saving you for you for love. You see what I'm saying? And so I understand that, you know, he wanted to go down the shield, but, you know, bleeding out the ear, you don't know what that is. When somebody's bleeding out the ear, and I think it was that what Mark was seeing, he didn't know, because you understand, the swelling on side of Deontay's face, he had swelling, all that. So he didn't know what the injury was, because that would, if you go up to somebody and they bleed out the ear, you're going to be like, whoa, it's going to alarm in it. You know, not like bleeding out the nose or the mouth, but the ear, you know, and so that's the only thing about that, but he'll definitely be back. I'm not a big fan of him fighting his sparring partner. The guy that he's supposed to fight is his sparring partner. I'm not a big fan of that. I like those kind of fights. I understand you want to take a safe fight to kind of get your feet wet again. Mm-hmm. But there was other people out there. Uh, not big. This guy, you know, I mean, I haven't seen him fight, you know, but Jamel Miller's a guy. You got other heavyweights that's just out there that can really, you ain't seen before, spawn, you know, um, and that can really get him a fight. I don't, you're, you know your spawn part. It's your spawn part. You, oh, yeah. you, you can get caught. You know, you can always get caught, but at the end of the day, this is your spawn partner. And your spawn part been knocked out three times already wow. in the fight. I'm not mistaken. So the combat fight, I'd rather be something different. You know what I mean? I probably look at it different if I didn't think it was his sparring partner, but no, you know, it is what it is. I love the brother. He's a good guy. Uh, he's definitely strong Alabama. You see what I'm saying? So all the money he get, uh, the fame, the fortune, all that, he deserve it. You know, and he did it for a I remember when he started, and then he was real skinny, tall. But I remember being at the Olympic trials at the Olympic Center in Colorado, and he was there, and it was just a story about he was doing it for his daughter. And he put that ambition together and that desire and that passion, and he did it for that. He made that promise to her. You know what I mean? And so me being a father, you talking about a daddy's love. You see what I'm talking about? Because, you know, that's how I am. You know, I, I love my children, you know? And so, uh, but all those guys going to do uh, – they're going to do good, man. Uh, the biggest thing that I just want to, you know, they get a hold of this podcast and, and look at it is take care of your money. That's that's what I preach. I think if you watch my Facebook page on Pritchard Boxing Academy, uh, video for my fighters to go over, you know what I mean? Take care of your money, you know. Um, try to live on your interests and not your principles. That makes sense. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, like you, you see fighters like, you know, I know he one of a kind, but but Floyd Mayweather, like you see him flashing his money, but you also hear about how he's doing the right thing, and you hear about investments that he make. You know, so um, hopefully more fighters can can follow follow in his footsteps, and you know, after they're done boxing, be able to. Um, you know, run their own thing like like he's doing. He got his own promotion company and got 
you know, arguably the biggest fighter in the world fighting under him right now. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I think that's pretty cool. And you know what you do, you know, I, I know, like I said, you're big in the community, you know, you, you spend your time focusing on the younger generation, teaching them, you know, how to come up and, and do things the right way, not just in the ring, but outside the ring, teaching them how to be good, good and productive citizens. Um, you know, that documentary that you said, I'm going to include it. I'm going to, going to include a link um, in this video description so people can check it out. And also your uh, Pritchard Boxing Academy website. I want to include that also because, you know, I definitely respect what you're doing, man. You're, you're a good brother. And, you know, I, I just appreciate, you know, your time, your energy, and your effort. And, you know, um, you got anything, last few words to say before we get on up out of here? Uh, what I want to say to the people is hold the people accountable who say they love the youth. Okay, hold them people accountable because uh, the violence is out of hand. But what people don't understand is that, you know, it, it, it can start from up there as well. You see what I mean? And if we put our energy into you, we can't change it. Because what people fail to realize, uh, Mr. Talbot, is that this violence is not everywhere, right? You know, and so it, it can be changed. So just want to leave that with the people, hold the people accountable that's saying that they love our children, they won't change in the community. Hold those people accountable. All right, all right. You hear that, folks? Hold the people accountable. You know, we need to focus on the next generation. But, you know, I am Chuck. This is the Chuck and Rug Show. And I want to thank you all for checking this out. And until next time, 